When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ramble. Shall we? Shall we? Go for it, man. Okay. Well, here we are, everyone. Welcome to the Tripod to all of our normal listeners and no new people whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) No new people curious. Uh, This is our podcast. We talk about things. And um, we hang out. Sometimes we play synthesizer, and that's pretty controversial. That's, people do not care for the synthesizer. That's the level of controversy we were used to. Yeah. You know, before we dive in, and we will talk about it all, um, I do want to address the elephant in the room, and I do have a bone to pick with you, Miles, <gasps> uh, as our producer, because you, you, we've titled a lot of episodes yeah. scandal-centric. I, yeah, I, I was waiting for this. We are not scandal-proof. Uh, most, of, <laughs> most of our titles of the podcast episodes are like, what really happened? Uh-huh. And like, we're addressing the controversy. Big mistake. Keith's apology. Like, right. we're not, they're not prepared for sort of a bombshell to be dropped in real life. Mm-hmm. Oopsie-doopsie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's an oopsie on my part. Yeah, well, we're here now. We have been trending for a while. We've been trending. <laughs> we've been trending. Okay, look, if you're here, you know what's been going on. Um, we've released our statement video, so we're not going to rehash that. But this video, this episode, this pod is going to be kind of our emotional reaction. What mm-hmm. the fuck has this been like? Um, mm-hmm. Mostly like what, what we, uh, I guess, emotionally went through and like things like that. Not as much... Um, the other side of it, just what our side of the experience of the last month, because for us, it was September. The whole month. Mm. It would like the whole month, basically like the third or fourth of the month is when it began and, uh, and it hasn't, hasn't concluded, but it definitely, it's been, it's been a month. I lost 10 pounds. <laughs> did, you no, what? you didn't. I, I, did. I gained, you gained a lot of weight. Wait, I just, did, I didn't really lose weight. Sarah was like, you look skinny. And I went to the doc. I was at the doctor for like something else. And I was like, oh my God. I that sounds just a lot. I know. I guess I am stressed out. Well, how? <laughs> Man. No, it's not, okay. I just, it's like not like I actually don't feel stressed out that much day to day. But then it, I was like, oh, I, I think I have been stressed out. It was like a good reminder. I was like, oh, yeah. If you ever thought that stress does not manifest physically, let mm. me tell you, uh, my back hurts. Yeah. My BMs have been wild. Oh, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> the stress poops have been it's out of control. <laughs> Uh, have not been sleeping. Yeah. And, and part of that is because there's just been so much to do. So we'll, we'll take you back, I guess. Let's just start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. We found out over Labor Day weekend, mm-hmm. and it was a week of relentless work. I mean, it's been a month of relentless work, but especially that first week, mm-hmm. we knew before the world knew. And yeah. this is something we took very seriously. We knew that it required a, a swift action, legal action, figuring out what we as co-owners could do, mm-hmm. what was within our realm. So that was a lot of lawyer calls and then finding an HR representative. Like mm-hmm. what even is a review internally? What does uh-huh. that even look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just and while that happened, I was actually I was on tour doing shows. So Zach and I are basically on the phone about every, and and Eugene as well, about every, I don't know, two to three hours. Basically, every time I stop at a gas station, uh, I just disappear (laughs) for 20 minutes. And And you didn't tell your your No, I didn't tell anybody. So I was, so it was, I had the opposite difficult thing was I just couldn't talk to anybody about it. So I'm just like, (laughs) just uh, eating like all of this chaos and just storing it in my body and then going and doing comedy shows and then talking to fans who are like, how are the guys? And I'm like, they're good. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing good. Everything's cool with us. And uh, I think the thing that was hard for me to deal with was that I knew these were the last times I got to perform for a crowd that didn't have a besmirched image of the thing that they probably know me best from. So that was like, hard and sad because uh, each show that I did on that tour, I was like, okay, well, that's one 
one more down. And then at the end of this tour, I know that that's like, that's it. And I'm about to go on tour. I'm actually, as you're listening to this, I'm on tour again, just for a couple shows. And I sure it'll be a little different. It'll be different. And, and I get it. And it's just going to be hard. And it's this new, uh, experience of, you know, being face to face with, uh, our fans. And I'm sure some people are going to want to be like consoling. Some people are going to have other interrogative questions. So that first week we, we found out the information over the course of a few weeks, but really that first week where we said, okay, we think this thing has happened. That's bad. Oh, this thing definitely (laughs) happened. Each day we were getting new details Mm. and reacting, uh, accordingly. And so if you look at our phone logs, no conversation lasted less than 30 minutes. And most were an hour, hour and a half because we just had to like, we, we processed this almost like a trauma. Like it was just so really rocked mm-hmm. our world, but also the ramifications were so clear. And so I, I don't think that I really ever stopped to emotionally process it. And even still, I don't know that I have because it was just, okay, we have to act. We have to mm-hmm. go this thing happened. How do we react accordingly? I, I understood the severity of the allegations against against Ned, um, but also just the the laundry list of of steps ahead. Mm-hmm. And then because of the way that it just just happenstance, I was alone in yeah, the office. Basically, Zach was forced <laughs> to be the the captain of the ship um, and did an excellent job. And we've told you that you did a great job. Yeah, thank you. It was very hard. I was not alone. I mean, obviously, no. I had Nick and Rachel and I right. had you guys with me, but um, lots of lawyer calls. Yeah, a lot of lawyer calls and, and stuff like that and questions and figuring out and even like just, you know, it's we just learned a lot about how difficult it is to navigate things like this, like, at all, let alone properly. But it's really challenging. And there's a lot of people to consider and there's a lot of legal issues you have to consider. And uh, knowing that if we, sorry to interrupt, no, yeah. that if we did had any missteps whatsoever, we would be putting ourselves at risk in any which way, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't want to leave ourselves open for lawsuits if we were uh, unjustly removing him or whatever, whatever what have yeah. you, right? Like we just needed to make sure that we were doing things right, not saying the wrong thing, not doing something too early, uh, making sure that we had really gone through this internal review before we took permanent action. Like there's just, there's a, there's a right way and there's a rushed way. And we Mm -hmm. wanted to make sure we were doing it the right way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd say in terms of emotional processing, my recommendations to you, Zach, is what I did, which is on your drive home, you just listen to Olivia Rodrigo. (laughs) And because like, it's a breakup album. You're like, oh, it's kind of like a breakup. Mm -hmm. And it was very helpful. And then I also just like listened to other, uh, like music that I've always emotionally connected with, whether that be like a Radiohead song or something other song, which I think allows me to access my sad emotions easier. Mm. Uh, and then I just did it on my car ride home. So if you ever pulled up next to me and I was, uh, I looked very sad. I was just listening to Olivia Rodrigo and Radiohead and processing <laughs> you some things. Betrayed yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, <laughs> right. And but it's I just know like that you'll never feel so. I think it's, it is important to emotionally like release uh, whatever those are. Sometimes I'm sure we we've all had angry emotions and frustrated emotions and sad emotions and confused emotions and all of those kind of need to be let out because I was definitely I had all of them bottled up for a week because I was on tour for a whole like nine days or something that that was occurring so it was you know every so often I was like I just have to go outside in the parking lot of this hotel and get away from everybody else for a minute (laughs) or you do what I did which is oscillate between venting on the phone and then disassociating via the Miami Boys Choir, my favorite little Jewy posse mm-hmm. of beautiful <laughs> singers down in Miami. If you haven't checked it out on TikTok, mm-hmm. it's yeah. all the rage. Yeah, Zach just showed it to me. It's very fun. It's cool as hell. <laughs> so we came yeah. up with uh, our immediate, intermediate, and long-term plan. And and ha- I think in crisis, my brain really um, benefits from, like, look, we're falling, we're floundering. And so if you feel like you can grab onto anything, it gives you this semblance of control. And that was really like my North Star during this is just coming up with action plans and executing them. Oh. Sorry, it's time to be real. I'm, this is <laughs> that is, this, that's the notification sound? This is so sound? inappropriate, but it is time to be real. Well, that's the notification sound? I've never heard the notification it's sound. It's beautiful. Yeah. It was gorgeous. That's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, well, I'll, I'll do it. 
I'll I don't want to be. I'll be real. I ousted guess. as a phony. Yeah, yeah, you have to be real, and and that's it's been hard being real in all of this. Yeah, you know I, I mean? honestly, actually, <laughs> I, thank God for be real because, and I didn't get a notification yet, so I, I don't oh. know what's going on. The app is so buggy. I'm pressing the button, and it's not letting. Well, it's the real. whole idea is like. Let's attack our servers all at once from the entire <laughs> user base within two minutes. I'm like, well, that's dumb. Um, but uh, Be Real was the, because I only have like 18, 25, and they're all friends for people I actually know on there. It was the only place I could post right. th this whole month. It was the only place that mm -hmm. I could have my social media like expressing and feel safe doing so because I couldn't tweet. I couldn't Instagram. I couldn't, I couldn't live the social Mm -hmm. media life especially this last week when everything like broke hey i've been real I, so I still ugly. didn't get the notification oh there it goes it came in to get away from be real i'm curious what your mental state is in that time like in the first moments of this because obviously this is like information that you received that is shocking in a lot of ways and implies a lot of other things and has yeah, led was, this you know it was deep shock and there was i mean we went through every stage of grief you know mm -hmm. what, over shock. and over and over I'd say, yeah. i say i think the stages of grief i think they're a circle because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i would get to the end of it and then i'd be back at the beginning and i'm like oh no <laughs> oh no we're here again mm -hmm. uh i i think yeah it was shock it was sadness uh that it happened but it was also sadness for people involved it was fear of our immediate futures and and even potentially further futures both uh as as people and in career thing and you know i the, the thing is like i'd say like three days before we found out we were doing this awesome video like we were doing all these other things mm -hmm. and i fully had the thoughts of myself like wow i don't think things could possibly be going be like be going much better yeah like i think everything is really awesome right now i'm so happy and fulfilled with everything that I'm able to do. <laughs> I was in this like really grateful <laughs> period of time and then it all just came crashing to the ground. This yeah. is days after our TV show premiered. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we just had a TV show premiere. We just did this really Not cool video. Not even a video. week later. We worked with Broadway. <laughs> you were on Broadway. I was on Broadway. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Spoilers. And like, I was like, I'm about to go on a, the longest mm. tour of Luberger I've ever done. We were bringing Brian Wool on as a stand-up who's been a friend of mine since I was 18 years old and I've been able to perform with him and I was so excited to be able to help his like mm. performing career just by bringing him on tour with us. I was just so excited yeah. about all the things going on and it really made me uh, sad. We, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, are, we had finally gotten our workflow to a place where like it was so ideal. I, we were all working like really well within the system we built, but then also working on projects that fulfilled us outside of the Try Guys, and we had figured out that balance, mm -hmm. and it just got like just decimated mm -hmm. this last month. To you yeah. know, we haven't done. I haven't had time to work out and shower, no. let alone no, work my on my personal gone projects. All the way to the side, <laughs> <laughs> just as far. I've I haven't exercised. I've been eating very poorly, and I've oh, been yeah. like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to the first forty-eight hours, but. Also during all of this, my dishwasher broke. Oh, no. But listen, like literally, like let's say we found out September 5th, like September 6th, yeah. my dishwasher breaks and it has been broken for an entire month. <laughs> You're coming over so often, you should have just brought all your dishes in a bin and used our dishwasher as if it was a laundromat. <laughs> just throw them in. Yeah, just throw, toss them in. in hell. And then we got ants. <laughs> Of course we did. Uh, yeah, we got flies. We've had these hilariously big flies in our house. and But the good thing about it is they're so big, they're slow as fuck, and you just feel like a ninja. <laughs> you know, I'm just swiping them out of is the air. The bigger they are, the slower they are? Yeah, they're older, they're older and nearly dead anyway. So I, yeah. I'm talking, these are like horse flies, like mm -hmm. huge flies, <laughs> and you can just whip them out of the air. And I, I got really good at whipping them out of the air. And then the other day I had a moth, in the house and I went to whip it out of the air and I whipped it and it exploded. Wow. And I felt kind of bad because <laughs> after I hit it, a single um, wing floated to the ground like in a movie. Like wow. it was just like it fluttered to the ground. I was like, oh my God, what did I, what have I done? Who have I become? Uh, it was those, I, I, yeah, we've been hunting flies. No ants though. Yeah. So to be clear, you know, however this went down, we would have taken the same action, but the mm -hmm. fact that it was 
something that was caught by fans, mm-hmm. that was, you know, mm-hmm. a transgression that was enacted publicly, added a level of complication to this where we knew there was this stick of dynamite with an uncertain fuse. Mm-hmm. We knew that at any moment this could and would come out. Mm-hmm. So again, no matter what, we would have taken the same action. Maybe we would have done it more privately. I'm not sure. But, you know, in addition to having all the stressors of how do we do this right, it was the stressors of when is this going to break? Uh-huh. It's coming. This, it's coming any moment. And so every day we are refreshing Twitter, certain key phrases and and uh, Reddit and it was out there from the beginning. There were fans who were tweeting about it somewhat obscurely. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they did the right thing of they first alerted the significant others of those who were affected. And I think gave them that respect of, hey, I'm going to let you handle this first. But we knew it was coming. The photos and videos were out there. We had seen mm-hmm. them. That means that they were going to come. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess we can maybe jump ahead to the viral moment. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, so we were in Palm Springs. We had gone down to do like a YouTube conference. So Zach and I were down there and we just like extended our stay into the weekend. Our partners came down. At this point, we had already removed Ned from the company yes. officially. That had so already happened. We had we were kind of uh, meeting up with all these YouTubers, and again, they're like, "How are the guys?" And we're like, ah, "They're good, good." <laughs> and that weekend, we're I lied right to Matt Pat's face. Uh, I yeah. looked him in the eyes, and I said, "I said nothing. Everything's fine." I looked at Hank. Yeah, Green and it I was told mostly him lies by omission. It wasn't like <laughs> he's great. He just can't be here. Uh, but um, we stayed the weekend, and it was actually a really nice weekend. Uh, Chris Reinecker and Jared Popkin, and we were all just hanging out. It was it was really hot, so we were in the pool. Calm um, before the storm. And then on <laughs> Sunday, we woke up and we sort of saw on Reddit that some more people were talking about it. We're like, okay, it's happening. <laughs> Let's go see. Don't worry, darling. <laughs> <laughs> and we did, and it it was a movie. He was right. And then <laughs> and then we. Um, we at that night saw like, oh, there's more people talking on Reddit. Okay, okay, well, we should be prepared. And we like, you know, t- reached out to our PR people. I don't think of people like, hey, we think that th- it's a whatever is about to happen in whatever expression it's about to happen is is going to happen this week. And we had been planning at this point to release a statement late. We were trying to figure out what day is right. We were looking at the content that we had promised. Um, and we had made an announcement that we were going down to one video a week in October to gear up for uh, November, December, which is not untrue, but it was also because we had some videos that we couldn't release. Yeah. And so we, and and it is true, we were having to go down to that amount to gear up and save the videos we had and the videos that we could edit uh, him out of and could reshoot or could do for November, December. Uh, and so we're down to one video a week. So we'd made some odd messaging, you know, and people kind of, and we had had edited net out of video. So people didn't notice that at first, but then as things came out on Reddit, the internet started sleuthing. And let me tell you, I think that more detectives uh, should be reaching out to teenagers. Oh my God. They're good at it. And they are good at doing side-by-sides and like finding like a, a, a single frame that has a sleeve in it. Right. And I like... It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. So Monday, we see that it's getting bigger. At that point, we try to alert parties involved that we think it's about to get really big, and they should be prepared for that. And we're and going that to our timeline it. is now, and out we're the making window. a statement because yeah. we have to. We know that something's going to happen. And then Tuesday morning, I mean, it it is huge news. We knew that this would be big to our fans and people mm-hmm. who had watched us in the past, but I. I had no idea it would be this. The New York Times, NPR, Rolling Stone. I mean, these are publications that are huge and we never thought uh, would be concerned with us. And now certainly some of them are, who are these guys and why does everyone care uh, articles? But it, you know, it showed that we had a, a really big effect on a lot of people 
As we're talking, I, my family just sent me another Rolling Stone article that came out <clears throat> yeah. an hour ago. But like our, I feel like we are, are Bill Nye the science guy to some people, you know? <laughs> but dumber. But dumber. <laughs> but, but like dumber. It's just, it's just in that sort of like who we look up to and think about as a great role model because they made content we watched as kids that yeah. helped us grow. And that attaches us to them in a different way than an Adam Levine or another celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the silver lining in this weird phrase, but it was realizing the impact that our content and then even that BuzzFeed generation that we were a part of had on so many people and it touched part of their lives. I'll say I wish we had found out a different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not my favorite way to have found yeah. that out. Really? Yeah, um, yeah. interesting. But it was like, oh, wow, this fucking matters to people because they there was a part of their life where this really, really, really mattered to them. And I, I think that's why it was so much bigger than we expected because this wasn't mm-hmm. just about our fans now. It was about everyone who had ever watched mm-hmm. us, which is and a lot then, of people. Uh, added on to by everybody who loves juicy, juicy drama. Ugh, it's such so, good gossip. People love gossip. And, and especially how it came out. Again, yeah. we thought that this news was going to be Ned is leaving the group and there would be some speculation. But by the time that we got to the story, people had piece together this mm-hmm. really delicious gossip drama mm-hmm. and that's a narrative that people can't resist and yeah. maybe if you can speak also to um you're sort of you're outlining some sort of timeline here but i think people it's important for people to know how much red tape is in making any sort of decision once something like this is discovered and mm-hmm. why this took sure. so long from you finding out to what you're able to do about it how do I talk about the red tape without uh, crossing the red tape? <laughs> yeah, that's tricky. Yeah. Basically, look, anytime you say something publicly that puts someone else in a bad light, it is towing the line of defamation. Defamation is a suable offense. So uh, you have to like really have things in line to legally be able to say some things. And even then, also, you're not just doing things out of fear of legal, legal action. You're doing things out of fear of public backlash to other parties involved Mm -hmm. so you're really trying like i don't want people who are hurt to become more hurt yeah i don't want um to do something wrong and get sued and further jeopardize the company and people's jobs because it's not even like it's not just like zach and keith getting sued it would be the company getting sued and then the company doesn't have money and then all the people who work here Mm -hmm. don't have money and so it's like there's this big domino effect of making a mistake so you really have to not make a mistake Something that was uh, uniquely <laughs> frustrating is that once we told the staff that Ned was stepping away, uh, we, we made this announcement and that we were going to be editing him out of videos. They put the pieces together of what was happening. They're very intelligent. <laughs> but we, <Yeah. laughs> from a legal perspective, were not allowed to tell them outright, hey, XYZ happened, here's what we're doing and why. Because once we say that to our company, to our staff, it is now public information that can be shared into the world. Uh, And also, we were not allowed to say that Ned was no longer working with us until we had officially, officially concluded the the review. review. So at that point, we said, Ned is stepping away for personal reasons. We're going to be editing him out of our content. And then there's all of these very direct questions. And we just have to say, we cannot speak to that at this time. Right. Mm -hmm. Winky face, winky face. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. you know, our staff... I think that we there was, I mean, Miles, you tell me. I yeah. think we made it very clear where we were and that we were not trying to sweep things under the rug because that is, I think, what most people's minds will go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were things that we couldn't say, and it was really frustrating. Yeah, it was clear immediately what was going on um, just because, like, well, obviously the internet was able to put it together in a matter of days. Right. Mm-hmm. We all had this information of, like, oh, something weird is happening at work. We're being asked to edit Ned out of videos. We, like, he's not appearing in certain things. <clears throat> so we're sort of putting that together just before everyone else did. And before... Reddit had fully put it together. There were breadcrumbs on the internet, right. and you guys found them all. Oh, oh my gosh! Immediately, yeah, because there was, yeah, again, this like this incident where the you know the fans and stuff like that. Yeah, that was stuff, all stuff was put on the internet, and once stuff goes on the internet, even if you take it off the internet, someone else will put it back on the internet. That's just the internet, right? So the fact that anything had ever been posted at any point meant. It could be found again, and this yeah. is as of Labor Day weekend. That yeah. stuff is out there. Yeah, right. So, and and I would say, like, uh, yeah, from somebody who works here, like, it was clear that something weird was going on, but 
we also were aware that you could not speak candidly to what that was because of all of this red tape. And like you were working towards a place where you could then tell us exactly what was going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not fun. <laughs> not fun. Yeah. A crazy time to be at work. A very yeah. weird time at work. And like, it's just weird for everybody. I do think that like, uh, yeah, people were wondering about like the morale around the office. Sure. Morale was, I think, like pretty surprisingly good. It was a we- very weird, like uh, lots of change, very weird. But I think it was like, we all were able to, like we had a staff meeting and then all the employees left that staff meeting, came into the podcast studio and then we're all like, wow, this is weird. What's going on? And I think that because we all had each other and like, again, <clears throat> I, I've said this as much, but I just am excited for what we have to come so we can mm-hmm. get into a, a a less newsworthy several months. I can't Or if wait it is newsworthy, to... it's... Good. It's, it's because uh, Zach made a short film that <laughs> got accepted into some festivals yeah. or like... Keith uh, is putting up an off-Broadway show, and and people are, and it's sold out. Yeah, you know, like things <laughs> like positive were working on. Yeah. <laughs> both things we're working on, and uh, I think you know it. In some ways, this help you know gives us a, an opportunity to shift our content into things that uh, more directly lines with these you know outside projects we've been doing. Because maybe those can be inside projects and maybe we should, you know, meld all of these dreams and goals together and help each other achieve them. Let's want to talk about the future. I also want to talk about drama mm-hmm. <laughs> as a thing, because what I've learned is that drama works. We've had more eyeballs on us now than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of wild. I mean, even though we're not releasing videos uh, or we hadn't been releasing videos, our views on the back end, people were... People were watching us. Mm -hmm. And so I go, oh, that's why people make this their career. That's why they lean hard into drama. drama. And what I've also learned is I want no fucking part in it. Yeah. We have prided (laughs) ourselves for the last eight years on being undramatic boys. (laughs) And I cannot wait to go back there. Mm -hmm. This whole fucking circus is not interesting to me. um, And is not what I ever want to be defined as, as a creative person. Yeah. Part of this that made this week hard is that I always can get a little anxious going to a crowded place. But this made it like, I went to the grocery store and I I was so anxious because I didn't want to talk to anybody. Mm. And I was, I, even though I'm sure people weren't actually looking at me, I felt like people were looking at me and it just, it, it was like a negative light that I, and I was in, or at least felt that I was in. And it just made it much harder. Uh, and just that made me unhappy uh, because I didn't want that to be uh, the type of anxiety I had, which was like people either feeling sympathetic toward me or wanting to ask questions about it because they wanted insight into the drama. But it just like, it wasn't very fun. And then it was like everything that I said or did, I knew would be appearing on Reddit. So like I said something to on our discord and it was like, there was a post about it. And then there was a TikTok about that post. And I'm like, this sucks. Uh, yeah, everything the whole thing was like sucks. hyper. Eyes were so hawkeyed on us. I mean, I got texts from TMZ. Uh, you got an email from Rolling Stone. And like people were reaching out to us very aggressively mm-hmm. to get a comment, and then were you know, and then when we wouldn't, you know, other former BuzzFeed people were commenting on things, and those people got approached for comment because they were just needed someone to talk. Mm-hmm. They were like, anybody who will talk about this, we will let you talk about this because the Try Guys aren't saying anything. I'm and- glad that this experience gave former BuzzFeed employees the opportunity to uh, vent their. BuzzFeed trauma, you know, that's what this moment's all about. (laughs) I'm glad that they had their moment. (laughs) Um, During all this, I had to go to two weddings. (laughs) Uh, And I had to go to one just days ago. This is after the news is broken, before we released our statement. But it's one of Maggie's best friends. So I go, I can't, We she can't not go. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, if I send you alone, you're going to be fucking bombarded. So like, we got to go together. I just got to do this. And so for the most part, we're able to stick together and it's fine. But uh, there were, you know, cousins of the bride who were not people I knew, but they knew me. Uh. And so I'm at the bar and, sh- and this girl's like, you're, uh, you're Zach from the Try Guys, right? And I'm like, yeah, hey, nice to meet you. She's like, this is crazy. I've been ingesting this news like freaking 
like Skittles. And I'm like, uh-huh. And she's like, did you see that one where someone said this, this, and this? I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, and we've she, seen it. But she was like telling me <laughs> details about this as if I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh-huh. You're like, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. I also, let me tell you, I my entire TikTok feed is about me. Yeah. Every single TikTok. Especially last week it was. Every, it's either that or the Miami Boys Choir. So I'm like oscillating between drama and then these little angelic fucking Jew boys who Mm -hmm. I love. Every, like to, to open TikTok for an escape and then you just get sucked into this rabbit hole of investigative reporting of people putting the pieces together. And now I'm watching it as if I don't know everything. And I'm refreshing TikTok for like new information but of course there's new information because I haven't said anything yet. Yeah, there's no new there, information. And then now, of course, there's new TikToks and it's just people kind of misinterpreting our video, uh-huh. which is like, oh, okay, whatever. Okay. Really quickly, we want to talk about the other people involved in this. We're not talking about Ned here, but there were other people involved with and affected by this scenario. In the internet, especially amid drama, that no matter what you do wrong it's really hard to say that this is an appropriate punishment. It's like, imagine if you think everyone listening could think of the time they fucked up. Imagine that time you fucked up because everybody's fucked up before and you were number one trending on Twitter and the New York times was Mm -hmm. mentioning you and showing pictures of you. Like that's really hard. And we're not talking about Ned right now. We're talking about the other people. Yeah. And like, like that is really hard to, to, have that much and then you have to think of like how many people are reaching out to you but then how many people are reaching out to your family or the people that they know know you and now you don't know who's not talking about you that's really traumatic and scary that's really intense and i don't think anyone can really imagine what that's like until it happens to them and i hope it never happens to anyone (laughs) it's just like really really scary like to get you know i'm sure that their dms are full of crazy messages and just feel it's it can make you feel really like no one in the world likes you anymore. And that can I be know for hard. for a fact that people have received death threats because of yeah. this. I know that people, you know, their past has been drudged up and they've... Look, the, a bad thing happened and mm-hmm. we uh, reacted accordingly and did what we had to do. Actions have repercussions, but... It would be a lot for the strongest person to handle. Thank you. Yeah. It would just be a lot. And... Uh, so that's, you know, something we uh, are keeping in mind all this time. And, and we have been keeping in mind our, this whole process is to try to not like we didn't want it to blow up this big because of how traumatic it blowing up is to the people involved. And like, it's just like, just imagine it was you <laughs> and, and your mistake was on that big of a blast with that many people making TikToks about it, that many people making funny meme tweets about it, like really hard. Really, really hard. Mm-hmm. So we are very sympathetic to those individuals uh, because it, there's really it was a, it's a strong uh, reaction to have to handle, and I'm sure it'll take a lot of time to to be able to move past it. And, and we're navigating our feelings. There's an extent to which we can't fully express our sadness, our mm-hmm. anger, our any anything that we are feeling. We have to have certain measured responses, and that's hard too. Um, and then I also like can't just tweet, you know, <laughs> had some dope noodles today, <laughs> whatever, you know, kind of a fire tweet, though. Yeah, pretty fire tweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I know that for us, this was a, a a trauma of sorts, and for you, the fans, this has been deeply shocking mm-hmm. and sad. You you feel like there was a level of trust that you had with us as your your favorite hashtag non-toxic boys as your, you know, people have called us their comfort channel um, that now you have all these questions of was it always a lie? Can I even go back and watch the old videos? What, you know, it it feels like a a death, not in that dramatic of a sense, but of a a loss of something Mm -hmm. that you loved and you thought you knew. And now it is forever, potentially forever tainted. So let's talk about that. Yeah. I, I think that you are valid and okay to feel sad about this, even though these are not people that you knew in real life. I, I know that the word parasocial has been thrown around a lot, and then some people have tried to make you feel bad for having that parasocial attachment to begin with. You're allowed to care about 
the content you watch and you're allowed to care about us. If we've had an impact on your life and the videos that we've had in it, that we've made have had an impact on your life. That that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And that means a lot to us. And I don't want this moment to, to change how you feel or make you look back and go, that wasn't real or I should feel dumb forever in both investing emotionally in the first place. Right. You can remember the good times yeah. and you can go back and watch videos that make you happy when you're ready. Like I think we'll all be able to get to that point. It's kind of like, it you know it's it is like a relationship breakup. At first, it's really hard, and everything you look at is really hard. But as you, as time passes, you'll be able to you know have some sort of resolution, and you can go back and watch stuff that maybe right now is uncomfortable to watch, but maybe it used to be your favorite video, and maybe someday it can you know bring you joy again. I, I think that's totally possible and and probable uh, because time is is something that is it very helpful. Just take it one day at a time, like we have. Like it's it's sad right now to not be able to maybe go back and watch a video that like, oh, I watch this video all the time because this video is my friends and I have inside jokes about it and we laugh about it all the time. Yeah, like it's funny, it's great, and there's nonsense in it, and I think it will be okay with with some time. Yeah, I mean, take it from us, we've been navigating this for a month, and I'll tell you that. One of the first, like when I finally stopped to try and process this, I was like, oh my God, eight years of my legacy is, is gone. Eight years of, of content that I am so proud of, I'm now ashamed of, or I hate, or whatever. Like I had these really visceral thoughts of like, oh my God, everything I've ever worked towards is just fucking gone. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that's true. Maybe it's tainted. Yeah. We, we even had that feeling about like the types of videos we make. Sure. Like there was a moment where Zach was over at my house. We were filming something. He was like, can we even make this anymore? Like <laughs> it, it felt a little weird to be vlogging a video of of us trying something for a month. Mm-hmm. And and do it just felt weird to do it because it was something that's so tied to this brand mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, we talked about it and we're still making that video, but it's like something we had to get over. It's like, oh, wow, can it, does this mean we can't make this anymore? Does this mean we can't do this anymore? And that's sort of why in our announcement we said, we're going to make the best content possible as we head through the end of this year. And then in the new year, we'll look at what the future looks like. Because right now we're like, we also have a commitment to our staff and the people we work with to make sure we are putting out content uh, throughout the end of this year, a lot of it's already shot. A lot of it's like, shot. We're like, just trying to let let's just you know do the best we can right now, and then let's assess and figure out like if we do not want to make this type of video anymore, what do we want to make instead, and what is still going to give uh, this excitement and familiarity to our fans who come here for a certain type of thing, but also make new things that they can grow and appreciate, and other people can also be like, oh, that's cool, I want to watch that as well, and you know we have. A, a big whiteboard that's actually a blackboard in our office <laughs> uh, that turns out was a terrible decision because it reflects all the light in the room. It looks like a mirror most of the time. You can't, <laughs> can't see what take you're a photo on. of anything. But, you've but, <laughs> but we've written things and like here's things we want to like maybe give one last go. You know, like these are formats we really like, but it feels like it's time to step away from them. Maybe they get one more candid competition. They get one more ranking. Just one. I you was know, devastated to hear. There's only going to be one more. <laughs> I know it's been on the top of everyone's minds. Yeah. Uh, like I know that we're jumping. <laughs> all over the place here because this is not as uh, carefully manicured as our statement video. And maybe that's why you're here. Uh, But I I really feel like I woke up from an eight year fever dream. Like, like all at once, like we eight years ago made this video, the try guys, the four of us weren't even really friends yet. Keith and I were tight, but like (laughs) we made this video and, and like, it just like, whoosh, like took off and we never fucking stopped and mm-hmm. adrenaline took over and we we became rode this crazy roller coaster the fucking craziest ride we became the best of friends we we did things that people couldn't even dare to dream to do in a lifetime we kept riding that adrenaline we started a company we went off on our own we reacted to this and that mm-hmm. and the pandemic and we made great content. We went on tour. We wrote a book. We accomplished all these dreams. And I feel like this whole time I've just been swept up in this wave of momentum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, this happens. And I, <gasps> like, mm-hmm. I woke up 
And I was suddenly able to take a step back and look at my life of what really turned out to be nearly a decade of my life and mm -hmm. what I had done and what I had built and where I was and why I was doing this. And, and you know, we entered this thing called the Try Guys because of this desire to have it unlock other dreams we had, but also because it was great fun and people mm -hmm. were responding to it. And this is obviously a tremendous shock to the system. It's a shock to our lives. It's a shock to the content we make. It's a shock to our fandom. But it's also an opportunity to take a breath mm -hmm. and to go, okay, yeah, that chapter is over. We mm -hmm. talked a lot uh, a couple weeks ago about the, the, the daringness of, of creators who end projects. And frankly, we did not have that <laughs> daringness. Yeah. We have just been riding this wave and it's working, so let's not stop. And now, you know, I, I'm going to say it again and I'm going to be frank. That era of the Try Guys is over. It's not coming back. The four of us are not making videos together. Mm -hmm. Something new is coming. I'm not saying that it's going to feel totally different. I'm not saying it's not going to be familiar. We're going to continue to do stuff. You know, the reason that you've loved us up until this point, you're going to continue to love us. But we're also going to grow. Mm -hmm. And we're going to use this as a moment to grow. And that's really exciting. It's also scary. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say, because you might be like, why isn't Eugene here? And, and to be very candid, I, I would like this new era to be 100% candid, not just in the competition, am I right? Very nice. Hey, hey, uh, right. To be totally open and frank, Eugene does not like doing podcasts. <laughs> you know, I don't think that's a mystery to y'all. He likes doing it every now and then, but we are going to be rebranding this show either this mm -hmm. week or next week. It's the Zach and Keith show, baby. Mm -hmm. We're going to have Miles and Rainey joining us as well, but that's, that's the future of this podcast. Mm -hmm. Eugene doesn't love doing it. There's an element to this show that forces you to share certain things about your life that is not for everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's that. Yeah. So beyond like the obvious stuff, what are some other things that were like the most upsetting to you or um, uprooting to you? Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, in the first two weeks, it was like I was fearful that this had jeopardized everything Yeah. for us. Right. Even like, uh, like Lou Berger's off-Broadway totally. options. Because yeah. I was like, well, if this like kills the brand in this horrible way, mm -hmm. like will that bleed over to this thing that Lou Berger has worked toward for a really, really long time and is finally like taking the financial risk and, and creative oh, risk on. I'm like, oh, let me just make this. And I was like, that's why it was also hard when I was on tour is I was thinking like, oh man, how much of this is risking like these other guys' opportunities and they have nothing to do with this. Mm -hmm. And but and also like the other people who like appear on our channel even, like yeah. who aren't even the staff, but like people who are frequent guests on Eat the Menu even. Totally. I was like, ah, I don't, I just didn't, I was so worried it was going to hurt other people and their careers or public image or mm -hmm. all this other stuff and that was a lot of extra guilt and fear i think that i carried especially for the first few weeks once we were you know figuring things out and i thought doing a really good job of figuring things out that became less of a fear but certainly the first two weeks i was like oh god oh totally oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh my gosh absolutely uh Obviously, our biggest fears were just for the company, this thing that we built, the people that we work for. That was our primary concern. But what was also just frustrating is how this decimated everything I've worked on for the last month. I have not done mm -hmm. any wedding planning this past month. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I've had no time. And I was making real progress on um, writing and, and pitching a TV show. I don't know that it'll ever, anything will happen with it, but I won't know now. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it just, really fucking sucks to one have something totally upend what you cared about I, I feel like i'm finally now getting back to a place where like I, me and maggie sat down the other night and we're like hey let's get back to our life we've been for this past month everything i've done has been responding mm -hmm. there's a fire and i need mm -hmm. to put it out i would wake up at 7 a.m put on like put the kettle on and immediately open my email and start writing to, to lawyers for 30 days straight. Mm -hmm. And there's just like, okay, what's happening today? This changes this, this changes that. And so there was obviously no time for creative work 
um yeah and that that just sucked <laughs> i i yeah. like, was working on something i was really fucking proud of and excited about i was prepping a short film that i maybe i'll film in december who knows at this mm -hmm. rate mm -hmm. um i'm also now uncertain about the finances of that project is mm -hmm. it even a responsible thing to take on mm -hmm. <sighs> so mm -hmm. there's the big stuff but then there's the personal stuff and it really is um fucking maddening mm-hmm um, so before we end the episode, I think we wanted to do like some rapid fire misconceptions and final questions. L -l 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 Lightning round. Lightning round. round. <laughs> um, so first one, did you coordinate responses with Ned and his team? No, we uh, shared what our statement was going to be. Uh, we did not have insight into what his statement was. Uh, I also want to say that we did not coordinate fonts. I believe that he saw ours and copied it. That is our opinion. And it is a, an opinion that I'm not happy about. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I, when I saw that, I'm like, you had to choose the same oh, font that, was, that made it look like we wrote your... Come on, man. It's my opinion that that was on purpose. <laughs> that that was to an uh, uh, optimized result for him. That's my opinion. God, and that's also been hell. It's just like we've had to speak like freaking lawyers for a month because mm -hmm. like things I have to say and go say it right and okay whatever good to ask the next question um, did you uh, so you edited him out of like content that we had shot that hadn't come out of, are you editing him out of other content that we've already released that's on the channel so no uh, there were some speculation I think it's because of the timeline people had a hard time knowing but they're like they edited them out of videos but those videos were posted two weeks ago mm. so people thought we what use the YouTube editor, which is a tool that exists. You can go and edit things out of a YouTube video after mm -hmm. the fact. But we didn't do that. What we did was edit things out of the YouTube video before it was published. So things that were going to go online, we said, don't put that online. Put this other video online. You might be like, what video did you put online? Oh, this complete the menu video that I shot with Lou Berger about two years ago when the <laughs> Detroit-style <laughs> Pizza Hut pizza first came out. That was our break class in case of emergency that, video for that, a long time. Yeah, there was a video that's just done, and we're like, this is fun, but it doesn't like... I don't think it will perform super well, yeah. but it can like be an emergency release. So we released our emergency release. So now we have no more emergency releases. That was the one. Um, and so we put that out to give us time to figure out what to do. Uh, and yeah, we went and we just edited him out of the videos that we thought were still salvageable videos because of how things were shot. Could they be fixed? And I again, our editing team did an incredible job creating, uh, you know, Images that look like no one was removed mm -hmm. out of it's an image where people were wildly removed. Some of it's pretty fucking impressive. It was magic. Mm -hmm. We were like saw screen grabs of it. We were like, how? What? Huh? How did you do that? Amazing. Mm -hmm. The video that's coming out next, there's a shot of me, Keith, and Quasi standing in a line. And what if I told you that there was a fourth person in the middle of us who <gasps> happened to be wearing the same color shirt? And so Devlin was able to seamlessly blend their bodies and collapse <laughs> the space between them. It is wild. It is Unbelievable. It's wow. unbelievable. But we are not going... No. The, the, the core question, of this question yeah. is we are not going to go back and mm -hmm. edit him out of videos that already exist. Right. He's Every Without yeah. a Recipe that exists, every Try Guys video, those are untouched and those are those are there. And if you want to go back and watch them, those, yeah. those will be there for There's you. There's only one half exception to that is that there are a few videos that we went back and privatized because we felt they were insensitive to mm -hmm. the, what's going on. And we thought... This this doesn't need to be added to the conversation anymore. It just like it's like in retrospect, I don't I don't like this feeling, and I feel like this puts a target on people even more. Mm -hmm. So I just like let's just take these down for now. Maybe someday they will resurface. But I was like, look, we're just gonna remove a couple of these things. But yeah. that that I think there were less than three videos that we did that with. I think just two. Mm -hmm. um, but I just full clarity. We I, we did do yeah. that. Yeah, and it was something that I went back and forth on part of me was like, well, let's leave it up so that we can just funnel, you know, people are going to leave right. bad comments. Let's give them that place to let that toxicity out. And then part of me went, well, no, let's not mm -hmm. give them the space to do that at all. I, I don't really know. We, we've talked internally with basically everyone involved to get their thoughts on what is the best solution there. And then I don't know that there is a good answer. Oh, can I lightning around here? Yeah. Leave our fucking staff alone. Yeah, there's there's people who are obviously caught up in this because of their association with us, because of our, their association with the people involved. Um, 
back the fuck off. Yeah. Or I'll fight you. A hundred percent. There were like giant YouTubers like going through old photos of people in our company, people that did not have anything to do with this that are yeah. not public personalities. And if you're one of those people, that's you're, so you're a garbage. You're person. a scumbag. You know you are though. They already know that. They already know that. <laughs> um, that's sort of what they yeah. are. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, I have a question. Was the pillar digitally entered or was that just in the video? Which thing? In the stand-up video. <laughs> I think it's just in the video, but there's a pillar in front of presumably where that is standing and people are like, the pillar's a CGI. And I was no, like, I, I think that that's just yeah, a I think pillar. the pillar's real. I think <laughs> as you come to LA, you might learn that some of these buildings are old yeah. and they get changed and the giant pillar. support beam is immovable. <laughs> it's we really have giant funny. support beams in the middle of our office yeah. that like you can't move them. <laughs> they're they're yeah. support beams, right? Like when you turn something into a theater that wasn't a theater, you mean you're turning a thing that wasn't a big open room into a big open room, and there's going to have to be some sort of big beam somewhere. Yeah. I think that was just a, a real beam. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, a nice cinematography trick is to pass by a beam because you can use that as like a white <laughs> edit cut. point. Yeah. You yeah. can hide a cut there, so that I a lot of quote unquote one take movies they'll actually yeah. pass go pass yeah. behind something. Yeah. Uh, okay, next rapid fire question. Uh, what's going on with You Can Sit With Us? Right. So You Can Sit With Us features uh, our partners. Ariel is one of the cast members in that show. Um, but at this time, we're going to give her some time to mm -hmm. focus on herself. And we'll let you know if that changes. Mm -hmm. um, is everything on Doomwatch true? Uh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> next question. Yeah. Uh, there... I'm not. Uh, I think there's lots of stuff that's been reported to us on Dumois that's kind of obviously false, mm -hmm. and there's there's some stuff that like it might be true. I don't know. Um, so the stuff that like people claiming to be from our office, uh, no, and there's saying not that, that we're like forcing people, people to sign NDAs, like that didn't happen. <laughs> but as far as far as I know, like our office is so small. It's funny when they're just like, I'm an inside leaker, and I actually work at the office, and it's like I they're I they're one of like ten people that I talk to every day. I feel like I would know. Not even that many not people are here many. every day because yeah, exactly. most of them work from home. Exactly. I even think some of the people who are like claiming to work at the office and defending the office don't work here. No, they're fans. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if you think that like some of our team of professionals are right. Like they're 14. Yeah. <laughs> um, they probably do in their texts to their friends, but not when they're submitting something super serious <laughs> yeah, right. to an anonymous website. I think they probably, you know, use full words and not no. just the letter U for the word U. Just a simple thing to probably think through critically. If uh, final one here is if this hadn't gone public, was there a world where Ned came uh, back and was a cast member? No, no, yeah, and maybe speak to why. No, it, look, it what happened? It betrayed our trust, um, and uh, it was a workplace violation. It was a workplace violation. And that's that. It would it would mean to all the people in our office who knew what they knew, they would know that we were in the face of everything like not being true to who we say we are and our values. So like very simply, he would have been removed. It would not have been this public spectacle. Uh, we probably would have tried to avoid that for the sake of the other people involved. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it, it happened how it happened. I think that's a good segue kind of as we, you know, get on the on-ramp to the end of this episode is we going forward and as a brand look we we obviously we stand for stuff we we're we're a brand that wants to have impact with the videos we make we also make some goofy bullshit and you know make bad food and eat bad food too but uh hopefully the reason that you've stuck around for this long is because you feel like you believe in us you can trust us and we really want to have a commitment and a recommitment to those values as we look to the future um and so we want that to be expressed via the leadership from Keith, Eugene, and myself uh, into the values that are espoused within our company and from our company. Um, the future is going to be exciting. As we've said, it is going to be hard. Uh, I, we're going to make content that is familiar and we're going to give ourselves permission to make content that is unfamiliar. I don't know. I think if this didn't happen, there is a world in which the Try Guys cast, you know, like, how do I want to say this? For the last two years, frankly, I've kind of gone, personally gone through this mental process of acceptance, of realizing that where I want to grow and what the Try Guys is are 
different. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was, there was a feeling of heartbreak associated with it. There was a long time in which the Try Guys was my creative expression and my feeling of creative expression. And then I started to see that the Try Guys was becoming something else, that the Try Guys was rigid and uh, uh, incapable of change and that any attempt that I had to push against that wasn't going to work. And so for better or for worse, we're here now. And what I see in that is an opportunity to have the Try Guys be more fluid and grow with us as we grow. Well, that's another rapid fire question. Are we going to have a new fourth Try Guy? Mm. No, uh, we will have new people that come in and out. We obviously already have our buddy Quasi, who we love, mm-hmm. but I don't want to put the pressure on anyone to say, this is the new Try Guy and he is the replacement. That's that's not fair to them. We want to get more people in. So I think what is great about the Try Guys and how we grew is that we were people who were seen as sort of normal average guys who were able to do exceptional things and have that experience and you as a person viewing it could live through that but now we're actually not normal average guys because we have had hundreds of exceptional experiences so it's hard for us to have that full new experience in every single video but for other people like it's a good opportunity to let other people to let women to let non-binary people, to let uh, people from different backgrounds, ages, body types have these sorts of experiences so we can actually, as viewers, gain a different perspective of cool opportunities. Mm -hmm. It's going to enrich our content. It's And the core that I really love of what you said is making stuff that matters, making Mm -hmm. stuff that matters to us as creatives and making stuff that matters to you, the audience. We're also going to make funny stuff. We're going to make oh, videos. Yeah. I'm that just... still going to eat a whole bunch of garbage <laughs> once a month. And that matters. Yeah. That matters. And it actually it does. It There's does. people who that is very important to them. Yep. Uh, so like and, and, and sometimes like a good laugh is a relief and a piece of content that you need. But more and more, we are going to allow the Try Guys to grow with us to adapt as we adapt and and to bring in new creative people like Quasi, like a myriad of people that you know on this channel and allow them that opportunity to make stuff that's deeply important to them. And that's that. That is the future. It is a story that is yet to be told. We will continue to write it and we hope that you're along with us on this journey. <laughs> it's going to be a wild time. It's going to be wild, but you know, it, it's exciting. You know, I'm excited about the cool things going on next year. I'm yeah. excited for Zach to be able to like do more writing projects and because I've been able to see from the side the different things you've been working on and like they're fun and cool and yeah. I, I think they could live on this channel or live on a platform that this company uh, works toward you know whatever that is I'm excited I'm exhausted mm-hmm. I'm ready to go take <laughs> a nap tired. yeah one thing is like <laughs> how we all looked in that that video is tired <laughs> Yes, Eugene looked angry, Zach looked sad, and I looked disgusted. But We're all tired. <laughs> but really, the truth of it was, we're all really tired. Uh, yeah. We're really tired. It's been a lot of mental exhaustion and worry and fear and stuff. And it's just like been really draining. But I will say that our partners have been really awesome and supportive. They've been the, fucking rock The staff stars. here has been incredible. Nick and Rachel have been incredible. Our friends. It was incredible. You know, mm-hmm. So we've had a great circle helping us get through it. And uh I expect that they will help us and all of you fans will help us get through it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well said. And I I will just echo again how wonderful and necessary our partners have been to us, but also to each other. Like Mm -hmm. your wife has been a fucking lifeline to me. Eugene's partner, Matt, has been a huge lifeline to me. And Maggie has obviously been a huge lifeline Mm -hmm. to me. Uh, Everyone who works here, um, we could not have done this on our own. So Miles, you're going to give us advice or what? <laughs> is that is it appropriate? I think now more than ever. Yeah, the people need, need some guidance, advice, and yeah. guidance. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And look, <laughs> as, as you pull up a song because you're going to improvise something. No, people no. need the classics. Okay, yeah, classic. people need the classics. They There's need a song old, reliable that for years an unnamed member would walk out of the room. <laughs> Uh, the last thing here is that like we're we're stoked to get back to normal uh, or new normal. There's no normal, no, no. no such thing no as normal. But normal. we're excited to stop talking about this. This is this is kind of it for now. We're ready to. We've given up a month of our lives to this, and obviously, yeah, we're just excited. To, we have some really great videos we shot. We have some really cool stuff that's going to come out this winter. We're excited for it to just 
be a video has nothing to do with this. It's just about the thing we're trying and we're having fun. <laughs> Saturday, cool. Saturday, you've got us auditioning for Broadway. It is a freaking incredible video. Yeah. Like maybe one of the best true try videos we've made in the last two years yeah. since the world got turned upside down. We've got without a recipe coming one way or another. It is coming. Mm -hmm. So just get stoked. Um, good stuff is ahead. Yeah. But if you're out in the world mm -hmm. and you feel adrift, mm. perhaps someone you thought you knew is a little different. <laughs> you may be looking for some advice. Dare I say advice that'll go for miles. miles. It's advice that'll go for miles. Tune into your radio Sing station. along. It's advice that'll go for miles. Everyone get ready. Miles Nation. Take a big sip of water, Miles. Get ready. Advice that'll go for miles. What's up, Miles Nation? How's everybody doing today? Yeah! Come on now! Get it now! Have you ever wanted to refocus on what's important to you? Have you ever wanted to throw your phone in a little bubble bath? I love you, Miles! Okay! <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. A bubble bath? The internet's crazy these days. You tell him! You tell me! Your workplace is trending on Twitter. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> and my advice to you is to say that someone's gotta go get those roots. Huh? What? Go outside and sit next to a big ass tree. Oh Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I like yeah. the vibe of Dude, this. We found a good tree the other day. That tree was amazing. That tree was we amazing. honestly didn't appreciate it fully enough. We should have gone over and touched it. Human brains are not prepared for the information megaphone that is dawning upon your brains as a civilian. And that's why it's all important to go back to America's oldest pastime and i'm not talking about kissing usa, sitting USA. By a tree. i'm talking about sitting by a tree and looking at the tree i'm talking about there's birds in the tree and they're going chirp 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 and they're going hello steve they're going and they're, oh. going, <laughs> and they're going whoa oh but my advice is to get outside leave your phone inside even if it's a backyard even if it's walking down your street but just go for a phoneless little stroll. Mm. A small one. Scary. Well, how are you going to listen to your podcast? You can listen to podcasts <laughs> if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, like, maybe it's not a phoneless. Maybe it's just put your phone in your pocket and fucking Don't put the music on. Don't, Don't look, look at, at the phone. Don't look at it. I find that I've been waking up every single day and looking at the news, and I've been looking at TikToks, and I've been looking at Twitters, and it's all fine and fun and dandy and games until all of a sudden, <laughs> uh-oh, I'm unhappy about it. You know what'll make you happy <laughs> when you're walking outside yeah. and you see a big tree, and especially a tree that has little leaves. Because sometimes big trees have little leaves yeah. and they're very cute. Well, when the breeze flows through those little leaves, I all the leaves kind of shake. Uh, I want you to pretend that tree is waving to you. Uh, oh yeah. He's waving all with all his little fingers. He's like, hello, hello. Look at those trees are waving. They're waving to you. Plants. And they're also a fun thing about every tree, get up close. There's going to be teeny tiny little bugs on that tree. Uh, oh. You can look at them and you can watch them. Yeah. Or just watch how far they're going. A tree is a planet and it's oh. also a person. It's also, so cool. The bottoms of palm trees. I mean, obviously, the California problems. But Those are crazy. The bottoms of palm trees are like, you're like, oh, shit. That's all like roots in yeah. there. Yeah. Roots in a little sock. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Dude, I'm thrilled by this advice because I don't know that we've ever really talked about how deeply i love trees yeah. trees are it's incredible a big tree is like calming it's looking up calming. laying on the bottom and looking up at the little pieces of sky that They're make their way incredible. through the whole thing oh man i've wow. had many a induced revelations related to trees yeah. and you know you have this moment where you're staring at a tree and you go the tree mm. is reaching up to the sun Grasping for life. And aren't we too all? We're born and we're reaching to something unknown and we don't know what it is. Why? We're all trees. And the tree is me and I am the tree and you That's are, right. we are each other. We're trees. Yeah. That's right. We're trees. <laughs> so 
So get out there and touch a tree, folks. Touch a tree, sit Smell under it. a tree. Just put your hand. Let on an it. apple fall. Maybe on give your it a head. little kiss. Eat a little piece of fruit and just sit on a tree and just be like, man, nothing different between me and someone that lived a million years ago. Yep. Big honking tree. Big honkin They're all tree. both sitting by trees. My neighborhood's got some great trees. Like you'll walk like that tree's totally different from all the other yeah. trees in the street. This tree's its own tree too. Some people like curate their trees. Some people let their trees grow wild. In California, I can't even imagine <sighs> so how some of these trees are alive. <laughs> Me neither. It fucking. I also, I, I, every day I'm like, how is this tree getting enough water? <laughs> yeah. Like that's I'm not watering it. I guess it's tapped into the fucking Sewer. It must. I feel like it is grabbing LA's yeah. groundwater supply Probably, and drinking yeah. it all up. In fact, I know I have a tree growing in my backyard that's fully growing out of a water spout thing, and I don't know what to do about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives me high concern. That's tough. <laughs> well, that is it for this week's episode of the Tripod. Um, as we said, we're gonna keep doing normal content. Probably won't comment on this anymore unless we have to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we never know what tomorrow holds. Ooh, uh, but, until uh, tomorrow. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for all you other people coming to learn about the drama and hopefully you uh, grew to like us as people and want to watch a video of me eating fast food after this. It's up to you. The decision's in your hands. But if not, enjoy whatever drama you engage next. in next. <laughs> Keith! Hit us with the official tripod theme song. Well, 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 it's been a whole month long that we've been working, working, working on this thing. Yeah, yeah, and now we're done with the thing. At least we're done for now. We never know when it'll ever be done. It's the tripod. We're not going to say that. Have a fucking good... No, never. Have a fucking good-ass week. Have a good-ass week, baby. (laughs) 